This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer We're gonna check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I am Dylan Hafer and it is holiday week Thanksgiving is almost here But we've got a couple more episodes of of Bravo stuff to get through first. And today we have lots of little updates, lots of things to talk about. Going to get into Potomac in a few minutes. But first, some little little newsworthy tidbits. First of all, yesterday on Monday, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City taped their season four reunion. Is this season four? Are we in? Yeah, I, I think it's season four. I don't know. These season numbers, if we're on four and I already have trouble remembering, it's going downhill fast because some of these shows, when people are like, Real Housewives of New Jersey, season 13 casting rumors, I'm like, 13, 14, 17 with OC. Which one is Beverly Hills on right now? 13. It's The numbers are hard to keep track of. But no, it is season four of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And the big question going into this reunion is, it's going to be, what do they do with Monica? Because we've talked about how at BravoCon and on social media and, you know, in the streets, nobody can stand Monica. Nobody's on good terms with her. And that can be uh, difficult when you go into reunion because obviously we want there to be drama, but we also want people to be able to like sit in their chairs and participate. So, Yesterday, they filmed the reunion and they posted the seating chart as they've started doing for most of the shows. When they tape the reunions, they post the seating chart. I I think this is great. I like that Bravo and the people on the Bravo social team who I, you know, I know some of them and have gotten to work with them. They're great. They do a great job at picking up on what people are already caring about, like on their own, and then sort of, you know... <laughs> taking it in-house, doing it themselves. So it had become this thing to to speculate on who would be sitting where at the reunion and to even do sometimes there would be leaks of, you know, who's sitting where. And so now they just make a handy little graphic and post it usually on the day the reunion is taping. So they just, you know, nobody has to speculate. People can make predictions ahead of time. But they posted yesterday, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City Reunion season four seating chart with Andy in the middle and on either side of him, Heather Gay and Monica. So this was immediately, you know, big news that Monica has snatched the center chair. You know, if you're in high school orchestra and you're trying to be the best violin player, you're looking for that first chair. It's going to Monica, her first season. So on Monica's side of the couch, it's Monica, then Meredith, then Whitney on the far end. I have a feeling Whitney's not going to be happy about that placement. And then on the other side, we have Heather, Lisa, Angie, and then Mary Cosby is on the seating chart. 
So, you know, I I was not getting my hopes up for any kind of Mary Cosby appearance at the reunion, especially considering that she didn't go to the reunion in season two when she was a full-time cast member. But it looks as if she will at least be uh, making some sort of appearance. But Monica, chair one, and don't Monica is certainly taking her destiny into her own hands because she posted on her um on her Instagram feed last night a screenshot of this graphic with her in the center. Um, the song that is attached to the photo is Chun Li by Nicki Minaj, um, and this is the caption. <clears throat> Can't tell me nothing. Kissy face, kissy face, kissy face. So very grateful. I just wanted to say thank you to all to all of you that have loved, carried, and supported me throughout this experience and season. I could not have done it without you. I see you. I feel your love. Means more to me than you will ever know. I love you so damn much. Heart, 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 heart. Monica is clocking in. She is not taking her foot off the gas. And I think that this is... It's really interesting to see in this reunion because Andy was posting yesterday. They were still there at like 9.30 p.m. It was clearly a long day. Um, you know, there's going to be some some heated moments on the reunion, as we would expect. But Monica is kind of embracing, it seems, everything that is being thrown her way. And I, I'm excited to see what that looks like on the show. I'm also very curious to see... I saw... Um, I think Ira Madison tweeted yesterday something about, let's see who is the first to kind of get back on Monica's side now that they see that the show is airing and the fans still like her. And I do think there is a lot of season left. We'll see what happens with her and Heather. I think that people could sort of flip-flop a little bit on how they feel about Monica, but obviously she's a very dynamic personality. She's somebody who has brought a lot of excitement to the season this year. And so I do think that we might see a little bit of a correction between seasons on how the group feels about Monica. Obviously, I don't think she and Heather are going to be is sitting down for lunch anytime soon. But we have seen apparently Mary Cosby followed her back on Instagram and Meredith and I think Whitney also follow her. So it doesn't feel necessarily like we're it feels like it's a fluid situation and a lot can happen. You know, they're they're taping their reunion now. We have Still, I think several weeks left of the season. So let's say getting into maybe like a February time frame when they're starting to think about picking cameras back up again. That's a lot of time between now and then for somebody like Meredith, somebody like Whitney, Mary Cosby, who the hell knows if she's going to be making any appearances next season. But I I think there could be a lot of movement in the cast. But I, I do want to know, uh, my friend Dave Quinn posted... A tweet, and this is a list of non-OG housewives who sat next to Andy at their first reunion. Obviously, Monica, we just talked about Marlo Hampton, a little bit of an asterisk there, because of course she was on the show for, you know, close to a decade before she was a housewife. But other than that, we have Julia from Miami, Leah McSweeney, Tiffany Moon, Shannon Bedore, Kristen Takeman, Kenya Moore, Joanna Krupa back in the early days of Miami, and Aviva Drescher. So it's a little bit of a random list. I I won't say that this necessarily uh, portends Monica staying on the show for a decade or something. I mean, really only out of this list, only Shannon and Kenya have had like true longevity on Housewives. But it's definitely, it's an interesting thing to think about. 
I think maybe there has been some miscalculation in the women on the cast of kind of how Monica is going to be received. And we saw that, um, I think, with um, with Jen a little bit on OC this season, that she was, people really were into what she was putting down. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week, grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Similarly talking about, um, you know, group dynamics and casting is what's happening with Real Housewives of Atlanta. So they have been, you know, in on hiatus since they're reunion taping. The new season has not started filming yet. You know, they gave them a little bit of a pause as I think was was probably needed. I think they did that after last season too. And then it, it didn't really do, do what it needed to do. So I think there was always kind of the idea that there was going to be a little bit of a reset. There were rumors that there was going to be a full kind of reboot a la Roni. That never seemed like something that was real to me because to be honest, Kenya and Candy are too valuable, I think, to the Bravo brand, to the Real Housewives brand, to the franchise itself, to just boot them off to a sideshow. I think those two women are on a different playing field than Luann and Sonia and Ramona were. I get why that might sound kind of crazy to say, because of course, Luann and Sonia and, you know, Ramona, may she be racist somewhere that's not our TV screens, 
like obviously they're super iconic and they're super relevant in like the Bravo world. But I think that Kenya and Candy just have sort of like a different type of cultural cachet that no one person on New York, except for maybe Bethany, ever really had. And so I never thought that it seemed likely that they would just kind of scrap it and start with something new or have these women on some sort of legacy or a girl's trip instead of a main Housewives franchise. But last week, the rumors started flying. Sonia and Drew both pulled the classic move of taking RHOA out of their Instagram bios. We always get a little bit of this around contract season. It doesn't always mean that somebody's not coming back to the show, but the prevailing wisdom, it seems, is that Drew and Sonia have been given the slip. And the interesting thing is it sounds like perhaps Marlo is in the same boat. And what's being talked about, so that leaves you with Kenya, Candy, Sheree. And the question is, okay, we have these three women not all OGs. I mean, I think Kenya and Candy are sort of the closest you can be to OG vibes. It's kind of like a Sonia situation where it's like, okay, you can't technically call Sonia Morgan uh, a Roni OG, but like, for the most part, same with Tamara. But so you have those three, let's just say pillars of the community. And then where do you go from there? Do you have? Do you take these three women who have been on TV, on this show, in some form for you know, a decade, a decade plus, and just cast them with like three new younger women who kind of fit the reality TV template. I don't think that that sounds like a good recipe for a show. I think that I think that there could be new people who would do a really great job with those women. But I just think that it would kind of leave you with a weird taste in your mouth where it's like you have these three reality TV legends, icons, queens, and then three sort of wannabes. Or like, sometimes it just feels like the new girls aren't quite ready to play in the like big kid sandbox. And so word on the street is that we might see some familiar faces return. And that comes in the form of Cynthia Bailey, who we saw a little bit on this last season. She took a couple seasons away. And honestly, I think seeing her again, it sort of felt like a breath of fresh air. The other name that's being circled a lot, Portia. Obviously, I mean, I think Portia's last season on Housewives maybe wasn't her best showing, but I don't think anybody could ever claim that Portia deserves to be banished from Housewives or doesn't have what it takes to kind of deliver. So then, Kenya, Candy, Sheree, Cynthia, Portia, it's giving very 2000. 16, 2017, season 10, season 9, like those, that kind of, I would say sort of a a second golden age of Real Housewives of Atlanta, where it was like, you brought Sheree back, you had Portia, Kenya, Candy, you had this kind of iconic cast, and the one big piece really missing from that, of course, you can't understate, is NeNe Leakes. And the thing that is so interesting over the last couple days is all of a sudden, for all of the issues that Nini has had with Bravo, legal issues, issues in the press, you know, bones to pick with how she was treated, with how, you know, situations happened. Rumor has it that maybe Nini Leaks is coming back in the picture. 
she and Bravo are now f- following each other on Instagram, which is so funny. First of all, I think who follows who is like the worst metric for predicting anything that's going to happen on social media. Like it just is, it doesn't, a lot of the time it doesn't mean what you want it to mean or what you think it means or what your, you know, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory brain is telling you that it means. Who knows? Who knows what is happening? But it is really funny. It's really funny when it's an individual person and then a corporation television network part of like it's not like Nini and Andy following each other on Instagram. Like that to me would be like, okay, two people sat down and were like, let's build a bridge. This is Nini, a woman, a, a human woman, and a an American cable television network that is part of the NBC Universal family, which is owned by Comcast. <laughs> like, like the idea that Nini is like sliding into Bravo's DMs to be like, hey y'all, like let's here's an olive branch. It's like, I don't know what has happened in the last few days. I don't know where that situation is going. I don't even feel like I can make a real prediction on whether or not Nini is going to be back on Housewives because it's something where a week ago I would have told you respectfully, it's never going to happen. But in these kinds of situations, you just never know if the offer is right, if the timing is right, if any of Nini's feelings about anything that have happened have softened or changed or shifted, you just never know. I think that it would be, I mean, it would be a massive moment if Nini were to come back to Real Housewives of Atlanta. I think it would be really exciting. I think to me, there are so many question marks with this, like what this would look like to have essentially the season 10 cast back together in 2020, I guess 2024. Even just Portia coming back to Housewives would be a big you know, like a big, a big change, a big step. Because when Portia left, it felt like this big kind of, you know, shifting thing. She had been on the show for a long time. She was a major part of the, of the fabric of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Cynthia leaving was a big deal. When Kenya took a season off a few years ago, we felt that a lot. I think that this would be, I mean, it's kind of like Housewives Avengers, really. You know, Marvel is in its flop era. Real Housewives of Atlanta, kind of in its flop era. And this this could be bringing, uh, <laughs> bringing Iron Man and Captain America and, um, and Black Widow and Black Panther and everyone. This could be the moment. I don't know. I don't, I mean, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But if, if I come back from Thanksgiving and we have a picture of NeNe Leakes holding a peach, ugh. Can you imagine? Can you even? Also, I mean, I'm sorry. If we're talking about giving Vicky back her orange, we need to have a conversation about Miss Nene Leaks. I don't know. If she wants to do it, it should happen. Oh, God. I want to get to Potomac, but the other piece of news, <laughs> real quick. First, we got to talk about what's going on with Lindsay, Lindsay Hubbard. So this past weekend was supposed to be originally her wedding. To Carl in Mexico. And we saw some of the guests still went. Sheena's posting pictures with Carl's mom, Sharon. It's like, I don't know. I don't love this vibe. But 
you know, the weekend came and went. And according to page six, Lindsay spent that wedding day with none other. God, I can't even say it. Oh, it's Johnny Bananas. <laughs> yes, like the challenge, Johnny Bananas, like MTV. I, I got to be honest, I have never once really engaged with the whole challenge universe of reality TV. I think it's great that people love it so much. I simply don't have, I was going to say I don't have the time, but if I'm 100% real, I also don't have the desire. Because I watch so much Bravo and talk about Bravo and Bravo is like what I do day in and day out, there are definitely reality shows where I'm like, I think I would like that, but I just don't have the bandwidth. And I know that and that's okay. With the challenge, it's like, even if I was, if I had nothing else to do, if I had watched every other piece of content known to man, I don't think I would get into the challenge. Just, it just doesn't do it for me. I don't know. But Johnny Bananas, I'm aware, very beloved, you know, very, (laughs) I don't know, infamous, notorious. I don't really, you know, I've never watched the shows. I don't really know like what his whole deal is. Except for that he spent Lindsay's supposed to be wedding day with her, apparently holding hands, walking around the West Village. They went to dinner together. And um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, like I just said, I don't know very much about Johnny Bananas. But I do, I know enough about Lindsay. And I think that Lindsay is on a bit of a journey. Obviously, she's been through a lot. And I think that if I were making a recommendation to her, I would say do not get involved with another man who has been or is on a reality TV show. It just doesn't seem like where the efforts need to be focused. Like, maybe don't be seeing anyone right now, but if you are... I like that Ariana is dating some guy who we had never seen before. I think that seems like a good um like a good route for her. I just think that Lindsay Lindsay doesn't need another guy who kind of You know what? She doesn't need another man who has a blue check on Instagram. That's what I'm going to say. I want her to date somebody so normal, so anonymous. If he has a private Instagram account, that's amazing. If he has no Instagram account, that's even better. Like, Lindsay can just chill out, relax, go on some dates with some normal men who just live in New York City. And that, I think, you know, I mean, no offense to Johnny Bananas. Again, I, I don't know his whole deal. Maybe he's a lovely, a lovely person. I just don't love it for Linz. I want her to be, I want her to be so good. I don't know. I'm I'm still dreading the fact that we have this whole season of Summer House that we haven't even gotten a trailer for yet. We don't have a premiere date. We don't have anything. I, like, ugh. the fact that we're going to have to watch Lindsay and Carl's break up in like four or five more months. God, it's a long timeline. We got, we, we got a lot of runway to work with here. 
am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. But you know, not every show do we have to wait months for. We have Potomac right now, every Sunday night, and it's it's heating up. Things are getting good. Ooh. Picking up where we left off at Ashley's housewarming party. Oh, God. Ashley just can't. I had Ashley on the podcast last week. I had not seen. So when I talked to Ashley, I had only seen the premiere. So I had not seen episode two. I had not seen this is episode three. I hadn't seen her. You know, NECA hadn't been brought into the show. Um, I hadn't seen their conversation. And right off the bat, God, Ashley is doing it again. She's doing that thing she does. And that, you know, a lot of housewives do, but maybe Ashley more than most. The second she tells Wendy that NECA was the one who brought up this rumor or this article about Wendy's family and them, you know, allegedly being Osu, which Wendy denies and NECA says she never (laughs) doesn't have any opinion on. Oh, God, it's like watching a car crash in slow motion where you're like, oh, this is going to get twisted and twisted and twisted and put through the telephone again and again and again. And, you know, in this episode alone, Ashley says it to Wendy. And then um, Wendy is saying it to Eddie. And then Wendy's also saying it to Candace. And then by the time Ashley <laughs> at the first communion toward the end of the episode sort of um, corrects the record a bit, she still doesn't get all the way there. She doesn't <laughs> because 
Ashley, she admits that she misremembered it, or she she says that she misremembered it. But she's like, oh yeah, no, I misremembered it. NECA didn't bring it up. And it's like, Ashley, baby, who brought it up? <laughs> who brought it up? She's like, oh yeah, no, no, no. I was thinking of the wrong thing. NECA didn't say that. And it's like, well, right, but you still had a conversation about it. And if NECA didn't bring it up, who was the other person in the convo? It's like, I love Ashley, but we're, we're things went so south so fast because it's like all of a sudden we're on this path and we're all watching these episodes every week, the women in the cast included, and we're seeing the confessionals and we're seeing the replays and we're seeing the, you know, <laughs> it's just not going to end well for Ashley. <laughs> and I don't, the thing is, okay. I understand if you're if it's your first or second season on a show like this, I totally get how this concept would be a little bit overwhelming and hard to wrap your head around and getting in that sort of rhythm of checking yourself and realizing, okay, anything I say can and will be used against me. If I make up a white lie or I say or I misrepresent something that happened in another scene that was also filmed, they are going to edit that together and point out to everyone that I did that. And I w- so I understand if it's your first season and you're sort of not used to it yet or you don't quite realize sort of how the sausage gets made. But with Ashley, it's like, Ashley, my love. <laughs> You know they're going to show that clip three times in one in this one damn episode. And now I just know, you know, Wendy's mad on Instagram. Candace is mad on Twitter. We're going to get to the reunion. There's going to be words exchanged. It just is like, like save yourself the trouble. <laughs> but, you know, some of these people never learn. And honestly, that's what makes these shows so great. Karen talks to Ashley... Michael is suing Candace for $2 million over things she said about sex or whatever. So Ashley says that Michael won't talk to her about it. Candace won't talk to Karen about it. So everybody's sort of in the dark about that. That's a weird thing that I know is going to come up later this season. It's in the trailer. I don't. That's tough. Karen also has a, a convo with Mia. She goes to Mia's new apartment God, seeing men on Housewives shows act like doing 20% of the parenting is something that they deserve a reward for will never, will never not make my skin crawl. Watching Gordon come in and be like, Karen's like, oh, you got the kids. And she's like, he's like, yep, I'm on the clock. You know, we gave up our nanny, so I have to help out more. It's like, sir, first of all, do you even have a job? Are you busy? Like, what What else would you be doing? Second of all, like, the idea that, th- that the nanny is only there to make sure that the man doesn't have to be bothered with the kids. It's like, Mia still has to do all this stuff. God, it's just the worst. I, I'm it. I gotta say, I'm excited to see the Mia and Gordon sort of fall out, fall apart, because I just don't like him. I think it's bad vibes. I've always felt like his energy is weird with the other women, with Mia, with the kids. Like, none of it leaves a good taste in my mouth. And I am, as much as I'm not always, like, team Mia in 
the group situations. I am team Mia in life and in wanting her to live her truth and live her best life and do whatever she needs to do for herself. And I'm excited to see her kind of go on that journey this season. I feel like we've been seeing Ashley sort of do the same, seeing her at her house with her, you know, her own space for her kids and not being in that, you know, dark, dang penthouse anymore. It makes me so happy. And I I want people to, to live their best lives. Giselle in her, you know, Oval Office, what's it called? West Wing. I just want everybody to be doing well. And that is why I am still a little bit concerned for Robin. Because picking up where we left off at the um, at the housewarming party, just watching the level of defensive that she is about everything that's happening with her marriage. And, you know, she's saying, I don't care that the block is hot. I'm not going to expect Juan to change anything about his behavior or like any, you know, he can do what he wants to do. I'm not going to you know, pretend that I don't want him to get seen with Brianna at the nail salon. And she feels sorry for people who waste their time worrying about her. It's like, I just think, I don't know exactly what mental, what frame of mind she's in. Because when you're that deep into a situation, obviously it's not as simple as just like snapping out of it. But it really does feel like she is in some form of denial. And maybe not denial that things aren't perfect in her relationship, because if she's good with the way things are, whatever. I'm not here to pass judgment on that. You know, Karen asks if she's in an open marriage or a traditional marriage, and she's like, bitch, it's not open. I trust and believe, which, okay, whatever. But it's more like her being so frustrated with people expressing their concerns and their wishes for her well-being. It's like, these are people who want the best for you. Maybe you don't always feel that coming from Wendy or Karen, depending on the day, but Giselle and Ashley and Sharice, like they, they literally just want you to be happy. And it's, it's sad to me that she kind of feels like she has to push back on that so strongly because it's like, these people aren't out here saying that Juan should be like dragged through the streets and never heard from again. They're people who just want her to have boundaries and standards. It's tough. It is tough, but you know, we'll see how this develops throughout the season. I'm excited to be back tomorrow to talk about Salt Lake City because, oh boy, so much going on. Who knows? Maybe we'll have an Atlanta cast by then. Uh, I won't get my hopes up. Um, but anyway, thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.